Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast um, in another episode for um, Autism Acceptance Month, uh, which series is uh, of course called Autistic Assemble. Um, in today's episode I'm joined Dominic and who is a, a fellow podcast himself, um, as you could probably see from the setup he's got going, um, <laughs> um, which is going to be uh, a really good conversation. Um, we're going to be speaking about um, autism, we're going to be speaking about a little bit about football as well because it's a mutual interest of ours. Um, so it's going to be a really good, fun talk. Um, so Dominic, uh, to anyone who's um, seen this today, uh, if you wouldn't mind uh, introducing yourself. Cool, yeah. So I'm Dominic. First off, thanks for having me on your show. Happy to be here. But yeah, I'm a podcaster from Leeds. I live in Scotland now and I've interviewed a fair few people. Uh, the podcast is called The World According to the Autistic Kid. It started a good few years ago now. I think three years ago? I just got a reminder on my phone. So it started at the very start of lockdown. That's when I started recording. So it's yeah. been going for a fair while. We've had a fair few guests. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's you, me. You've had some good guests as well, haven't you? Like you've, you had... Um, yeah. yeah. I saw you... Um, um, and I can't say her name now. <laughs> and, and, Hegarty, yeah. And Hegarty. Yeah, and Hegarty from... Um, from the chase and when I'm a celebrity as well. Um, yeah, and was good. Yeah. Um, what we had? We've had, had a few footballers as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I yeah, think yeah. I, th- I think it's really good, like, just getting... I like, have a podcast anyway, because, like, you can do it whenever you want. Um, mm-hmm. you, can, you can have a long break if you like. Um, yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll just say I've started about around lockdown as well. Um, because something yeah. to do, wasn't it? Like probably yeah. bored. <laughs> You're all trapped at home, so yeah, give us something to like enjoy instead of just sat watching TV all day. Yeah, yeah, you can. It it's good because you you may it may be a role around autism, but there's so many other things that you could talk mm-hmm. about that involve around it, like yeah, like like you say, you've you've had football guests, um, how how perhaps people in like coaching or on stuff like that can help mm-hmm. or or do things differently to support people who are autistic yeah. and I think that's really good. Yeah, it's the podcast that I've got is trying to be about autism, but we do get a lot of other guests about other subjects. I think we've had a drummer that's drummed with Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen. We've had a music producer that's won a Grammy. So it's it gets quite varied as like as time goes on, it gets quite varied. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's it is it is really good fun. But um I think maybe the hard thing at the start is maybe creating a name or getting yourself a, like having a logo. Oh, I think that, that's the hardest thing. Yeah. My name's so crap and the logo was just a random background I found and I just put some words on it. I <laughs> my logo's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I my logo's changed half a dozen times. Um I think every year hey, your logo's sound man. Your logo's yeah. good. Yeah, like it's it's changed. Like at the start like when I still created it, I didn't even get a logo. It actually created itself. Like whatever the name was, it had this ye- yellow background, and uh, and it just said the name. But I, I-, I had to be adapted uh, because it was it was a bit boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember getting. I got a logo made, and I can't find it. I got it made like a year ago, and I was meant to change it, but I forgot, and I can't find the file anywhere. So I spent loads of time, and I've lost it. Absolutely yeah. gutted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the most hardest things when people create a podcast because uh a lot of people come I've have in the past have come on mine 
or um, actually a person messaged me yesterday as we're recording this uh, saying that they want to have a little chat about how to create a podcast which I think is great like it's mm-hmm. covering the more normal normal thing now isn't it like podcasts and people that are doing it yeah everyone's got one <laughs> yeah especially in lockdown as well a lot of people jumped on it like well I did as well but yeah no it's there's a fair few nice being guests on other ones as well so there's that many different podcasts you can come on yeah <laughs> It's, it's it's really great, and I, I've I've actually lost count how many I've been on myself. Um, it could have been more, maybe six or even more than that. But like, it's it's a good experience, like because everyone has their own kind of. It's, everyone podcast is different how they do things. You might have had, like yeah. loaded questions beforehand. Um, I know like today, our one um on my one, I don't I don't I don't ask for people. I don't unless people want the questions. They want me to do some questions. I'll do it. But if not. Go the fly, like, like we are. Yeah, everyone's um, got their own style, aren't they? So it makes it interesting. They have like what, what, what with your podcast? So what's your kind of like format? Do you do you, do you write questions down beforehand, or you just do you just go with the uh with the flow? There you go. You froze there. Sorry. Can you ask the question again? Sorry. I was. I, I just said. Um, like with your podcast, do you just go with the flow, or or do you uh, oh. ask questions? A bit of both. I don't really write questions down. I like I write some themes that I'll talk about, just so I've got a reminder. Um, I'll write maybe one or two that I need to remember to ask, but most of the time it's just going with the flow. Mm. If they say something interesting, ask them about that. Unless, unless I had not too long ago, I had a politician on, and I did ask, I did write down questions for them because I didn't really want to debate them. I just wanted to get a fair few in and let yeah. them take the lead because it's politics is an interesting one. Yeah, <laughs> like, like if you have someone like Anne, like Anne who you had on, you you might want to write a few questions down. Yeah. <laughs> the agent wanted questions, so she said, "What do you plan on asking?" I'm thinking I usually go with the flow, so I had to make up a few questions to send to her. Yeah, but yeah. Depends what the agent wants. Yeah, like 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 you say, like some guests want them, some people don't. Um, yeah. Like I think it's much easier, like not with no questions, just go with the flow. Maybe talk about, uh, tell them what you're going to be speaking about if they ask. Um, mm-hmm. because I find it more complicated because if you've got all these set questions, that they think you're going to ask all these questions, and you're looking down and like you forget what the questions were. Or you don't get to it because there's no time or something along them lines. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mental. It's one of those things. But, um, I, like, whenever I have write questions down, the, the hard thing is you've got to be, you've got to think how many are you going to say because, um, like, you might write it down maybe five, but five don't see a lot, but you can speak so much about one thing yeah. that you've discussed. You never know what the guest is going to be like, do you? Like they might like to blab loads or they might be having a bad day, so they're just giving you yes or no answers and that just doesn't help at all. No. <laughs> no, it's it's not it's not great, is it? Um like like it's because you don't know what you get, do you? Like you 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 don't know what they're gonna be like. Um like I've I've had guests both ways like that. Um and like you can say the pros and cons about maybe both ways, like if someone talks yeah. a lot, um you might struggle to get a word in um but on on another way it might be a bit different experience because you're used to speaking a lot you might have to just 
relax this time and I let them do the talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get you get extremes, don't you? I had one guest that I think we're on a call for three hours for like it had to get split into a few episodes and cut down and, and I had another one where they're just answering everything with like crap answers and I won't name names, but it was just a rubbish episode. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. one extreme to the other. I think it was done within like twenty minutes as well. Mega quick. Yeah, I've 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 had my shortest episode would probably be about that maybe twenty ten minutes. But is it that that is depending on the guest? Like if I've had yeah. if I if I'm having someone that um depending on how much time they have, like so, 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 so some people can be like that, but more or less. It just depends how much you you're speaking about, and if you you kind of process, don't you? If you're talking to someone, is this going to be a long episode, or is this going to be uh, maybe a bit shorter mm-hmm. than normal? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I had Douglas Ross as a politician on the other day. I've had politicians from both sides, so I'm balanced. Um, but it it came between a debate, and when they were voting, so we only had like 20, 30 minutes or so. Mm. So it was quite quite sharp that one. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't get to talk about it nearly as much as I wanted to. Yeah, it's it, it is it's good to get people like that, like like a lot of politics and everything. Um, like um, a lot has been spoken about at the moment, uh, like and uh, like last few days. Um, but um, <laughs> like if you have them kind of people on the podcast, it's really interesting because you got to have your own views and you you got to like because like your guest who is a, works within the politics it's going to talk about all their views and in your own mind you might not agree with maybe yeah. much or you might agree with it you don't know um depending on what side it is and and what the discussion is because you can talk about awful a lot about politics um yeah um and it is it is difficult uh like i i it, it could be good though if you did get in a little heated kind of conversation for people watching <laughs> yeah it'd be good entertainment you try not to offend the guests, though, don't you? So I was just trying to, like, agree, but not really agree, even yeah. when I didn't. It were... But, yeah, that had to be entertaining. Yeah. Have a scrap on um, on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, like, depends. It depends what they're talking about as well. Like, if it's, like, I don't know, like, maybe during COVID or, like, the complication of the rules, um, mm. like, because it was very complicated to understand. Uh, I <laughs> think, especially if people maybe neurodiverse or autistic like like it changed every five minutes didn't it really all, yeah. all, the, all the rules so um and i don't think like it, it just was a whole palaver wasn't it <laughs> yeah. it was it was bad it did just keep changing but yeah i guess i can't blame them too much because it was new but it did keep changing which wasn't helpful for anyone yeah yeah it, it, it was it, it definitely was and like um like for me I'm I'm in a compromise um Dominic so um yeah. um what happened was like I was putting this shielding category um but basically just yeah. shield and then all of a sudden out of nowhere uh you you you're, you're you're with everyone else like who are just getting on with their lives so it it was very confusing um and I I was what I would like to get uh, actually have mine um I did try. But um, I was I didn't get to do it, and it, the guest I'm not gonna say who it was, um, but um, yeah. it would have been a good episode if that was the case, <laughs> um, <laughs> because it, it I think we might have gotten into a little heated conversation, 
um, on the on who the actual guest was because the guest who I I, I nearly got on uh, was quite in the media and um, a lot of in the public. So uh, I I I was on call to the agent and everything like the people. I even got I got invited to Parliament actually. Um, I, I, because, because the guest couldn't make it. Um, I I I got invited to Parliament and stuff, but um, but who knows? Like it's it's really cool when you get these really good like yeah maybe popular shall we say guest on um yeah. on the show because it's not every day you, you get that kind of chance to speak to them yeah it is when when you get a big name it's like wait a minute pinch me I'm speaking to them I had for when I'm came on how we do it we do it on you know you do interviews on Zoom and Link I yeah. can't remember what links I was using at the time because it's quite early on but the agent sent me like. Her work phone and her work phone must be like some mega old phone, like a Nokia or something. Because she said it doesn't work with links, which doesn't make much sense. But mm. so she ended up having to give me her personal mobile number. That is probably a breach of like security or something. But it's cool to have it saved on my contacts and go look who I've got. Like yeah, it's like I don't message it at all because she'll block. It is it is cool? Yeah, it is. On TV, see on TV, and I'm like, yeah, I've got her number there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like um, well, speaking of numbers, like the the the, the former Ipswich Town manager, before the one who is currently um, Paul Cook, his name is um, mm -hmm. um, you, you you might have heard of him. Yeah. Like, um, well, I've got his personal t telephone number, um, and th this is because I I wrote a letter to the club, um, saying um, I I I I'd love to meet you, like um, explain a little bit about my situation. I um I've been mm -hmm. you know compromised and everything, um and he gave me a call during a training session Perfect. of Ipswich Town um um in his office um and I, and I literally thought it was the club telephone I and and he he literally he said you've got my number now um call me when you're ready so I did so I didn't go straight away we left it a little while at the time COVID was really high um at the time. And then eventually we went in to meet, uh, like, up to date, I've probably met all the Ipswich Town managers, except from the current one at the moment. So my plan is, I, I think the current one's doing massively well. He's um, done well, he was at Man United, coaching Ronaldo, he's worked with all sorts of great people. So my my, yeah. my, my plan is to to actually meet him at some point. But I think that's great. Like, I got that phone number. Um, um, I got um, I, I, I got the chance to speak to Temple Grandin. Um, the, the uh, about maybe two weeks ago now, um, and I, I what I did is I just wrote on uh Temple Grandin's website. She's really good with mm -hmm. her autism um yeah. stuff that she does, um, and um, I I was given uh like from Temple Grandin's like agent I presume it was, um, is um, a phone number and and I I got a message from what Temple Grandin. Said, so I would love to be on your podcast, Mason. Um, please find myself. And of course, she's not in the UK; she's America. Um, and then yeah. you get you get this. What number? I I don't. It's a bit different to the UK numbers, isn't it? Like American. Yeah. Number. Um. Then yeah, I, I'll say I've got I've got um Temple Grad's number on my phone, which <laughs> <laughs> um which wasn't it. You wouldn't say that every day, like you have like like. Oh, you wouldn't. Yeah. Um. Which it's good when they when these people trust you because really they don't know anything about you. 
Uh, like you yeah. could do anything with this number, but you're not going to. Um, yeah. Um, but I think it's great getting these. It's good getting anyone on your podcast, really. I think everyone's special oh, to yeah. go on your on your show. But it's always a nice feeling, maybe for us, to get these people that yeah we wouldn't expect to have on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's good that they give you their time as well, isn't it? Like, yeah. They could probably be doing some more, like important stuff, I guess. But yeah. They give you time to us, and yeah, it's, it's appreciated. Yeah, they, they they could even say like they 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 require payment for to be on, yeah. and like um. I don't do that. I I I just I don't pay for. I don't have a sponsorship for my podcast. I just do it because I like doing it. Um, I, I think it's the best way. Uh, maybe in the future. If it, it, it's, it, who knows what the future holds? But you just don't know. Uh, what yeah. Happens. No, definitely. Um, whenever a guest asks for money, that's an instant like no, done. I'm not having that. Yeah. I'm not paying for a chat. Like. <laughs> I, I talk um, for free, so they can talk for free. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's human speech, isn't it? Like um, yeah. like but um, but yeah, like if people do say that, I would just say, um, I'm I I'm a student. Um, I I don't require money. I don't, if I pay for my podcast, maybe that's another thing. Um, mm-hmm. I possibly could do that. Um, so I would be getting the money in, but um, I wouldn't do that. No, um. Like uh, and unless, like, if it's like one of those apps, like they have those apps where you pay for a message to be sent to you that, that oh. they do that, that. That's a little bit different, but no, right, it's better not to do that because you get so much more out of it um, than yeah. talking to the people without a payment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you can do it for free, then that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Although, if someone wants to sponsor me and they've got a big budget behind them, I'm not saying no completely. Uh. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah. that 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 is better <laughs> yeah yeah i won't mind a sponsorship i could deal with that <laughs> yeah we could deal with that um but um but yeah there's like so when, when we got a good podcast life um dominic like do you do do you, do you want to speak a little bit about um like your your your, your autism a little bit yeah so i was diagnosed with autism um can i say that yeah it's not bad was it yeah thank god yeah i know i just just checking um i was diagnosed i think i was like nine or something and i remember my parents mourning that they were trying to get a diagnosis for absolutely ages like to the point where it was just like was it even worth it at that point and i got the diagnosis and the usual argument would be that i'm doing well enough in school so they just assumed i either a didn't have it doesn't make sense or b didn't need anything so i was um in fact i remember moving moving schools and one teacher just flat out said she don't believe i've got it because i'm getting good grades so it was it's an interesting one that but anyway it was it mainly affects like my mental health and overthinking i think i'm not really too sure how it affects me now i've not really thought about it for a while because i've not been asked for a while um but obviously then went through the school i left school august last august hmm. um because my mental health was just dead the the support that the school was offering wasn't the support that i needed and i had some grades i had exams behind me so i, I was allowed to leave and stuff uh so i did that and worked and yeah i've just tried to use autism as one it's a nice way of getting it in the title p 
people that are interested in it will click on it. Um, but I just try and show people that even though I've got autism, I can still have a normal conversation. I can still be well normal, like not the best word, but you know, you know what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little brief summary. Yeah. So you diagnosed with when you was nine. I think so. I think so. Yeah. It was around about that time. Yeah. Yeah. I was the same. I was done around that time as well. Yeah. Um. Um. It's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I. 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 Do you, Do you think that's like the best time, like, to get diagnosed with autism um, like, around that age? I think there's pros and cons. Like the pros are. So, of course, there's a stigma around it. So, people don't... Some people look down on it. So, I've had time to show people at my school then that I was relatively normal, that I could chat to people uh, and all that jazz. Um, but equally, what it didn't help me in a way was because I'd already shown that I was doing well in school, they were very reluctant to give support because in their head, there were people that needed it more. So, I mean, there's pros and cons. I wouldn't change it because like I said I've got the grades and now I'm coaching football and I've had I'm actually doing much better I've got the podcast I've got a bit of money from well I did have another job I left it in January uh, we're recording this in March for those who aren't aware I don't know when it'll get I think you said it'll be published next month yeah it'll be yeah. Month, yeah. yeah but anyway I've I'm doing much happy now so I wouldn't change it but there's pros and cons yeah. that's what I'll say yeah, there, there are always going to be pros and cons. Like, well, I think whenever you get diagnosed with anything, it may not it be, yeah. be autism, it could be something else. Um, like, yeah, I, I, I think there will be pros and cons. Like, the, I, I like at that age, you may not even know what autism oh. is. Um, I know I didn't. I thought it was the worst thing under the sun when, yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. I, when, when I got told. Um. Like, I just didn't like being different from people. Um, like, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I probably copied people a lot. I probably wasn't myself. Um, I liked school. Um, but mm -hmm. as the years went on, I was more myself. Like, um, I was probably I was I was the I was I was a joker in school. I always like to distract myself from what we was actually doing. Or um, if people distract me, uh, that's me. God. Yeah, yeah, but no, I think you're right. It tries so hard to fit in, don't you? That it gets exhausting to a point. Mm. Like, but when, once you yourself, it's much, much easier, much happier. Yeah. Until you get distracted from someone else, and then, like you said, you're gone, you're done. That's the. <laughs> yeah. Not learning anything that day. Yeah, and then um, teacher says, like, <laughs> you get a question saying, oh, you get they ask you a question and like in class and you don't know what they're talking like, about. Yeah, not a clue, miss. Not a clue. No. One extreme uh, to the other, you can go from smashing out like a whole, like almost like an exam type thing in a half full lesson to the next day, like, yeah, I'm not even doing a question, miss. I just can't. Like, no. Like, if, if we're reading a book, I'm, I'm gone. I'm not even reading it. Like, um, like, I, let's say, I, I always like teachers. Like, there's two types of teachers. <laughs> you either get the teachers that make you read out in class or you get the teachers yeah. that don't they, they they teach you just read it and they understand why that you can't read it because it is hard like to read out in class and yeah i i even struggle even when i'm just reading a normal book i will um i will struggle where we're going I'll, I'll maybe read the same line over and over again <laughs> i think i spent more time in school in english worrying about being the one that had to read out in class 
than actually reading the book. Like, yeah. Most time looking around, like, how life I'm acting next. I was like, oh no, what we're doing. And then I think I was on the pitch like twice in the full time I was in school to do it. So I think I didn't really need to do that. But yeah, is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it, it's it's hard as well because if you don't know a word, like it's like people would be laughing. You feel like people would be laughing at you because you can't spell maybe a certain word, and then maybe depending what teacher it is or how you understand they are, they either say it for you or they or they try and make you say it. Um, like uh it's, it's it's just it's just annoying but yeah reading i do like english the whole i probably like that more than maths but um yeah. um i just don't like reading <laughs> yeah no i don't blame you i'm the same it's even worse when it's like macbeth or something and the words just don't look real no that's what i didn't like i'm thinking yeah that's not a word i can't read that <laughs> yeah the macbeth rhyme and everything it's not happening <laughs> yeah um, but I do like I do like drama. I I, I do like acting. Um, I'm quite I do like that 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 in my spare time. Yeah. Um, like I will. I I did drama at school and um it changed. I was the last year at school I went to because uh, I went to mainstream. Then I and then I um went to a, like a special uh, SCND school. Um, and at the time, um, like, of course in year eleven and everything. Um, it was English based. They they changed the exam so it was more writing than acting, yeah. and that, that was just annoying. So the whole year yeah. got split under maybe six of us got picked. Um, there were so many of us that there were loads, loads of us in the year, maybe about fifty, um, um, including the classes. And in my mind, I thought I'm going to get picked. I know I know I'm going to get picked because. I do the acting, uh, like I'm doing it. Like uh, I never thought I would. Maybe a few years beforehand, because I'd be silly. I'd, I'd mess around in drama. I, I made this really funny joke once. I can't remember what it was, but I said something that I knew it was wrong, pronouncing yeah. something, and everyone just laughed. Um, and <laughs> I think even the drama teacher laughed, and it was. It, it, I, I always like drama because you can just mess around when and not be yeah, laid back in it. Yeah. I liked drama. I just wasn't very good at it, <laughs> but I liked it. Yeah, I it, I'm always liking watching it and and like like it's it's it, it's it's all around us, really, isn't it? Like um and music as well, like music. Yeah. Like, um, um, it's really impactful. Um, like it even helps with like maybe reading and 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 yeah. other stuff as well. I liked music, but I didn't like music in school. Like. I played drums. I was in a band. It was very. It was a rubbish one, and it was only for like a year or two. But I was in one. But then I got to school. Bear in mind, I played drums, and it was just all keyboards. Like I don't like keyboards. And then they made you play in front of everyone, and so they could judge you and see how you were gonna do. And I just hated that. Absolutely hated that. I wanted. To, I wanted to like smack the drums, or even even the guitar would have been better. But no, I had to do the keyboard. No, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, I always think the keyboard could be a little bit more complicated. Um, just fiddly. Yeah, so too many. Yeah, like it's like the piano, isn't it? Like, uh, you just mm. like all these different keys mean something, and I think they have to like, le- learn what each key yeah, what is. Yeah, you gotta learn what they do, and I, I, I like listening to it. I, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I like listening to it, but. 
I've never I, I've I have done an old piano, but I'll just brush any keys down and see what comes about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't like being like not very good at something either. So I was trying to learn it too quick that I was just absolutely awful at the piano, like absolutely awful. Like I'd have to play it slow just to get the right ones because if I rushed it, I would just smack in it and because it, it wasn't it won't work. Yeah, but... basically I couldn't do the piano. <laughs> Yeah, like with wanting to play the drums, though, that, that that would work out for you because, um, like with football, a lot of people drum at the football, don't they? So, <laughs> so uh, you, you might have couldn't, yeah, like I know it's which they do, but I presume every club yeah. does it. Yeah. Um, that they just you have the drumming work. Chance. And it's yeah. easier, not as much, not as much keys and actual drums is the I think there's there's only a few drums, whereas like all there's loads of keys, so not yeah. as much to remember. No, you just yeah, I, you don't really have to remember much, do you? You can just bash down and and go to the beat in your mind, I guess. Yeah. Um, and you sing like you, like 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 support lead, you have your own lead chance, um, yeah, and stuff. So it is good. Um. It's it's really cool though, like uh, like football matches, um, like um, like 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 because you coached um Dominic, um, like how long have you been doing that for? Coaching football, um, for about two two years, just so although it's not a lot, I was coaching pretty much every day for two years, so it's a lot of hours when you add them up. Yeah. Um. And I coach at all, all like all age groups. I said to you at the start, I think it was the youngest player I've got, I think is about four, at least they are on the register. Uh, and the oldest one I've got is about 50 something, 52, 53. Again, yeah. that, it says that on the register. They might have misclicked it, but mm. it's it's all age groups. Um, but yeah, I, I'm in Scotland as well. So my local club is Scottish League 2, because uh, I don't live in Leeds anymore. And it's just tracking back a bit. Even they've got a drum at Scottish League 2 level. Every now and then they'll, one of the fans will bring a drum. Yeah. But, but no, yeah, I've, I've been coaching for about two years football at like various levels. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, 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 it must be like, 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 is that like a certain club that you've got going then like to, to do that? Like, or, like, or is it like a team? Like, like, what kind of coaching is it? Um, I do a bit of everything. So I first started with football with like, I don't know if they do it near you, but for kids, you know, like the school holidays, they do like these holiday camp stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They get basically just a bunch of fun sessions. I started off with doing that and like after school clubs, I was doing well enough at that that Elgin City, the local club, because uh, I did it with the council first, because they just needed volunteers. Asked if I'd do it with them. Elgin City asked if I'd do it with them for their community programme, which is like a, a feeder into the academy it's just a bunch of after school sessions where if any good players are there they'll get put into the academy and then after that i'm still doing it with them but a local like i'm going to call it like a development academy like it's it is an academy but it's not like elgin city it's yeah. like a for the less developed players i guess still yeah. still some good players but they asked me to coach for them so and I've got their adult team as well that we just got knocked out of the semi-finals in a cup and I'm gutted. Oh. Knocked out last week. But oh, no. we got absolutely smashed as well. 6-0 in a semi-final. That's embarrassing. But, <laughs> wow. but oh well. Yeah. We, 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 we got... But yeah, all, all, everything I basically... I coach for a club, I coach for 
like after school clubs and after touch for like well more after school clubs as well so yeah everything <laughs> yeah so like at the moment is that near enough like every day then like the, like the week? yeah yeah uh so much so that i could leave school to do that plus a little part-time job on the side that it would the hours of the time like i coach yeah. pretty much every day like mondays Sundays, well, Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays are like my busiest days. And then I've got, I don't have a day that's specifically a day off, but I've got like Wednesdays where I've only got a few hours, and Tuesdays and Thursdays where I've only got a few. So I've got every day, but some days are luckily shorter than others. Um, mm. But some days are long. But yeah, pretty much every day. Games are usually like Fridays or weekends as well. So that makes days yeah. longer. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 it's really good fun, isn't it? Yeah. Um, like I, I, I remember um doing coaching, uh, well I I I went to coaching like 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 I remember even like primary school it comes to mind where, um, like you had you had this football coach that would come in um like do PE it, 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 it would kind of be it wouldn't be the overall PE teacher but it would come in maybe once a week I think it was a Thursday or something where everyone looked really looked excited for it and um. Yeah. And it was literally near enough every year, like the same coach would come in and a few of his helpers. Um, yeah. And then as time went on, and it was autism friendly as well. So um, like doing people like on the spectrum and mm-hmm. as I, my plan was to help coach once I was old enough to. Um, mm-hmm. So I did uh, for a little while Um like I even went like like you said about camps and holidays. They would do camps and holidays. Um, yeah. when I was there, it would be at the school. But now it wouldn't be like like there. Like um, last time went would have been a good few years now. Um, because of COVID, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I would go there to the camps and I would help as a helper. Um, yeah. and then the plan is maybe within maybe the next few years get back in touch and like be a coach. For them um which which we which we, would be great like um still at the moment is a little bit difficult um but um it, i it's i love coaching as well it, it's great um to like, i did a coaching uh I said before I, I did do um a coaching course um but i, I think that's run out now um that's the annoying <laughs> thing that's the annoying thing about doing these yeah. courses like you do it all and then Run. You got to pay. Pay again. Yeah, you got. You got to pay the uh, day if you want to continue yeah. your uh, qualification. But um, I can easily do within this coach that I'd be doing. I can easily just do a qualification for them, which would be yeah. easier. Um, but I do have a first aid. Uh, uh, because you by doing coaching, you have to. Yeah, you, you have to do your first aid, don't you? Um, and I remember doing mine. It, it was very. Uh, uh, it hurt my legs, you know, like like you know, like on the dummy and like staying in that position for the so long. <laughs> yeah, the first aid one, I was scrambling because I forgot when mine ran out. So I was I was trying to find it, making sure it was still. I've got another year or so on it. I think I've got two years on it, so I was fine. But yeah, I was scrambling for it. But yeah, like you said, you start off as a helper, don't you? Like just picking up cones and setting up drills, and then you eventually get to take the session. Yeah, but. I think it's really important. So, if you're at a place like um that they are actually in time, 
they are actually making you do stuff. Not like mm-hmm. at the start, you kind of expect to do that, like put the cones out. Yeah. Um, but you'd like you want to officially like a lead, be the lead, like them let you lead, not just lead along with side. Maybe, maybe the like, the overall person. Just so you get a bit more experience, um, which it, it, it's great. But the coaching is great. Coaching football is great. It's like it's good to have something that you enjoy doing, like every day. It's yeah. Even when you get paid for it, I'm thinking I don't know why I'm getting paid because I'm enjoying this. Like it's just a bit of fun. So it's hard to like think about. You're just getting paid for a bit, bit of a laugh if you get paid. Very hard to get paid in coaching. Like you've got to be doing a lot to a high standard all the time. Uh, and most people won't get paid in football. No. Like, but once you do, you feel like like you feel like you're taking the mick of it, taking money for just basically having a kick about. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very rewarding. It's right. It's 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 really fun. Um, I it's something that I really want to get back into at some point. Um. Like because I like I was doing my um I nearly did my driver's test I was getting ready to do it and everything I I didn't do my fear either like that that was all before pandemic um yeah. and and then as soon as I get <laughs> I'm near enough I'm get I I I'm I'm doing nearly enough ready all the every, all for everything went down so um that yeah. like there's so much things that like over the past years have don't be get me wrong it's been really good at the same time like starting podcasts, doing stuff like that. But at the same time, it'd be nice to get stuff back on track that had to have a little bit of a pause maybe a few years ago. Yeah. COVID has put, like, I guess put the world to a stop, didn't it? It literally was, well, everywhere was locked down, wasn't it? So yeah. it didn't, didn't really help, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Like, we're, we're so, we'll, I guess you, if you start, you've done it for two years. Would that not have been in the lockdowns? Would it? Would it have been after the lockdowns that you started it's, doing it? Yeah, when lockdown ended, straight in there. Um, I got it because I started with. So I was doing surfing, but I ended up like helping, like lead a warm up. This was before lockdown, or help people with it. I was never like fast as a coach. It was literally just when I was on a session, I would help someone do stuff, and I really liked that, and I wanted to get higher up in it. But I preferred football over surfing. And to be honest, I can't imagine coaching five people in the sea. That would just kill my anxiety. I'd, yeah. like, I'd die. Um, mm. But I liked helping people there. And I was doing jiu-jitsu as well. And I was like, helping the like slightly worse kids. I hate that wording, but it's mm. a fact, isn't it? So, and I really enjoyed that. So when COVID ended and I could actually start doing that with football. Uh, I'm not the best at football, but I know what I should be doing. <laughs> yeah. So, I um it was yeah started football after lockdown and actually classed myself as a coach after lockdown. I didn't. I, I guess I technically wasn't before. Yeah, yeah, you coach now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now I can say the word coach. But all it's it's mental because I started. It was literally only like two or so years ago, and now I'm already starting to help new coaches and teach them how to coach, and that's mental. So I'm still new to it. Like I think I'm anyway. Yeah, I still got like newer coaches that I'm meant to be. I'm meant to be like, I guess, kind of mentoring in a way. Hmm. Mental. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 really good. And I like you mentioned surfing, right? Um, last year I went to Cornwall, and of course they're known for yeah. surfing there. Like yeah. um, where I live, in there, you literally you've seen you know none of surfing. Like 
like like people are born to surf in those kind of areas of the country. Yeah. Um, um and I couldn't surf to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> um like i i I, st I did a little photo on i saw a surfboard on the floor somewhere and i i, I just uh i i had a photo and i was, I was like uh i'm ready to surf on it didn't really surf but like um it, it, i think it's better to watch than actually do it yourself um yeah 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 it's cold when you do it yourself in the sea in the uk it's bloody freezing it, <laughs> it is and like um around the sea it's, it's really interesting because like going on the beaches of cornwall and everything that load of people like you have all these uh, all these people out there like lifeguards like, like you see in the films um and uh like where i live like none like the, the, the like last year there was actually an accident because someone was under the pier of a beach where and not that far where i live and no like lifeguards were about um yeah. and I think even though maybe it's not as popular, beaches not other beaches are as popular as Cornwall beaches, but I think there should be that kind of safety. Yeah. You'd you'd think. You'd think. Yeah. But you never know. No. But um yeah, it, I I always say like like abroad beaches or uh Cornwall kind of beaches, I think that, that I like I'd rather get in that kind of water than Maybe other types of water because UK water overall, the sea isn't great. Um, like it's not very clear. You can see all the dirt and everything. Um, and it's cold. <laughs> it is, yeah. Like it, the winter. It is cold. It, it's very cold. Um, but um, but me, I I just like to go in a flume park or somewhere. Yeah. It's much easier. Um, go 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 have a nice swim. Uh, in a warm pool, hopefully, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've only surfed like twice since lockdown. But if if I was gonna do it again and I had a choice between doing it in the UK or somewhere abroad, I'd choose abroad nine times out of ten. Like mm. go, go somewhere warm. Not yeah. worse when you're in a wetsuit. Like where I live in Scotland, it's freezing the snow today, my football's off. Yeah. Um there's nothing worse than when I'm caught you're coming out of the sea in the wetsuit that's cold, it's sticky. And, uh, and then you get changed and it's freezing with the wind and everything it's awful but yeah. it's good fun in the sea it's just when you get out <laughs> yeah it's yeah awful. So, uh, is it snowing quite bad then um it, last week it was really bad and yesterday it went like there was loads of rain so the rain kind of helped to get rid of it and then just overnight i didn't even see the forecast for snow but overnight i've gone and there's photos in the group chat now the football pitch where i would be coaching today is just white like it's just a sheet of snow. We did have a good few inches, to be fair, last week. But like I said, I thought it all melted. But overnight, it's just come back again. Yeah, um, we'll see. So you got the day off at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But for now, I've got a course later today at like nine. Well, six till nine. But yeah, I've got got a bit of today off, which is fine. Yeah, works nice. out. Works out. Yeah. It? <laughs> Get a bit of a rest. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I still study later. Yeah, got a UFSC course, which is, I guess, then I'd be qualified anywhere in Europe. So, yeah, if that, I pass, yeah, well, hopefully you do. So am I. <laughs> it's an expensive course. I don't want to pay for it again. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Um, so with football, like in the Premier League, um, do you think Leeds will stay out then? Uh, this season, I can't decide. We had a really good start to the season, like against Chelsea, for example, beating them. 
Then we went to Anfield. I know these guys aren't on great form, but we beat Liverpool at Anfield. And at the start of the season, we were like dark horses to qualify for Europe. Like, no one would say definitely not, but some were saying you never know. Like, yeah. but then between like no, between the World Cup and now, we've just been awful. Like, it seems like we forgot how to play football. We can't yeah. score. Um, if we had a striker that could score, I'd say we're good enough to like get top half, but we just can't get the goals. So I don't know. Everyone else around us is bad as well, so I'm hoping we can stay up. Yeah, I think Leeds' problem and their issue has been since they got promoted, um, is they haven't invested in their squad. That they, 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 that's what they should have done. You get rid of Rafinha, who's a very good player to Barcelona. You probably yeah. got quite a bit of money for him. Like you haven't, you haven't really. You might have got a few players like when you had your former manager from mm-hmm. um who was in the Bundesliga. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. He bought a lot of his own like made players that he was used to. Yeah. Um. But um, a lot of them haven't really formed really, haven't they? Um, oh yeah. We, the issue was, so when Bielsa came in the Championship, the players that we had were crap, but he made them really good. Hmm. But now they're getting older, and we don't have Bielsa to keep them at that level, so we're realising how bad they are. Like Obviously, they're better than me, because they're getting paid to be in the Premier League, but they're not good enough. And the, the new signings have been on and off. Like At hmm. the start of the season, they were great, but now they're not. But we're just, we needed to be investing every year that we've been in the Premier League, but we've only just kind of started recently, and even then, it's not like, no one proven. We're getting like these guys from we've never played in the Premier League, which is a, it's a good gamble, but it, that's what it is. It's a gamble. We don't need a gamble. We need like a safe bet. Like we should have got someone like a, like a, maybe a Chris Wood or something that is known to play in the Premier League and can score. Yeah, that's what we should have got. Yeah. But, oh well. It's always helpful to buy players in the Premier League or yeah, like, but or like it maybe maybe a high in the Championship that could help you stay in the Premier League, but yeah. um. Yeah, this sort of happens every time Norwich go up. You see, <laughs> they don't buy anyone. They they, they keep the like. You see, the last time they was up, they buy no one that they wanted. Like, well, they, they, they might have bought a few players, but like their best bet was, uh, I don't know. I kind of remember because like they've had Pookie for half, half a dozen years. Forever, <laughs> yeah, Pookie's um, been there forever. Definitely. And me being an Ipswich fan, of course, I don't want them to go up in the playoffs. So. Um, if they get to the playoffs, so I'm hopeful that they don't. I'm hopeful that, that helps a lot of people out because it will save a lot of um, aggro with uh, Norwich going up. They might stay up a year, but they won't stay up longer than a year. They're not one of those teams. They're a, like up and down team. Yeah, Norwich aren't really a prem team either. To be fair, they're just you're your like a Watford or <laughs> yeah, like a Watford. They've had a lot of managers, haven't they? They've just yeah. sat. What's his face? Can't... Billich and they've got Chris Wilder now. That's mental. Yeah, um, Chris Wilder is a good manager, but there's <laughs> um, not you can do with Watford at the moment. No, like it's literally like um, every every so often they have a new manager. It's crazy. Yeah, they've um, had six in two years. Yeah, it's crazy. I need a count now. So they had that Zisco guy at the start of last year when they were in the Prem. Then they got Roy Hodgson. Then they got Claudio Ranieri. Then Roy Hodgson. So that's three. They got that. Did they get what was the Forest Green Rovers guy? Oh they yeah, oh yeah, they did, didn't they? At the start of last season, after Roy Hodgson, they got um Billich, who they just sat, and they got Chris Wilder. I think they got one more, and I completely forgot who it was. I, I yeah, they had at least I, six. I did. I, 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 didn't they have Steve Bruce? 
at one point. I don't know. I thought he was at West Brom, but Steve Bruce has been yeah. everywhere, so you don't. Yeah, he's know. been everywhere. <laughs> has he got? Is he anywhere at the moment? I'm gonna have a quick yeah. Google just really quickly because he's always in it. Yeah, he's he's always there. Like, I'd like to see Sam Allardyce back. He's been away for a little yeah. bit. What club though? I thought maybe he could probably have gone to like Everton when they sacked him, but Sean Dyche, to be fair, is a good choice. Yeah, Sean Dyche was a good choice. Like at the moment, he was at West Brom and he left them. Yeah, like, uh, like Neil Warnock is like he he's like he, he's I, I like, he comes out of retirement. I think it's this been the second time he's come out of retirement now to yeah, manage. <laughs> definitely to him. It's like ancient as well. He's got a podcast though as well, hasn't he? A relatively new one. All right, that's that's a, that's a listen. Yeah. I'd, I'd have Neil Warnock at Leeds just for like end of the season. If I knew we were gonna get relegated just for the laugh, I'd bring him back to Leeds. Yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I don't think he's doing that well with Huddersfield at the moment, no. is he? <laughs> no. But no one is. Huddersfield are a lost cause at the moment. Yeah, It's crazy because Huddersfield, I think, were in the playoff final last year. Um, yeah, they were oh. They were mental. But it's, yeah. weird. it's the championship, in it? The championship's a weird league. Yeah, it's, like, it's really crazy, you know. Like with Milton Keynes, Don, does that, you know, with um, League One, um, with Milton Keynes, um, last, it was the same for them. Last season, um, they were in the playoff final, um, and they lost, I think, to Sunderland, um, yeah, um, yeah, think- um, and they could have gone up, and then they could be going to League Two. <laughs> so it's really, uh, it's it's crazy. But um, like with um, my club, um, with my club, um, it's which um, like they they've been in League One for probably six years now. And I'm yeah. hope, I'm hopeful they go up because they always get a lot of stick. It's which do, um, like like they say they're like um like with Norwich is like, like they always do Norwich and that. But I but I believe because of the owners we got now and like American based, um and the actual we have a good manager at last. Like yeah. uh, we actually play good football now. Um, I believe because we played Burnley in the FA Cup and Burnley said they come out even major for the company come out and said that. It would have been harder to play than some high championship clubs. So I don't think we're going straight away. We could do a Bournemouth, but um, that that would be nice. But I think if we go up, I I, I hopefully we we will leap for Plymouth because I I you never know in the playoffs. I, I I think in the playoffs, I think the top three should just go up. Because it's really unfair, isn't it? Like, if a sixth yeah. place just sneaks into the playoffs and they, they go up oh. and beat a third place or just missed off one point on the yeah. two. But equally, it's not as entertaining then, is it? No. Like, no. It's not fair, but it's not as entertaining. Yeah. I guess I'll speak. <laughs> I guess I'm biased because it's which might miss out on the top two, um, which it is entertaining. I guess it's more fun way to but win. Yeah. I think Leeds look like, were we, were we third or fourth when we were in the playoffs and we lost to Derby? It was a blessing in disguise because we weren't ready for the prep. But we'd like first and second for most of the year. And then we dropped off like towards the end and then lost to Derby in the semis. Yeah. Because... I would love Derby to go up as well. I, I do really like Derby. Um They've got a lot of history, don't they? Yeah, like I think they're one of the worst play teams in the premiership though, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um Although they they've yeah. got like I said, they've got history like Brian Clough and that, like in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Um but um, I remember the year they played QPR in the playoff final, and I really wanted them to go up at that time. I think they had Lampard 
Although they might not have been QPR. They, they got with Lampard in the player final. Um, and yeah. Um, I think if Lampard stayed there, he couldn't. He could have gone up, but they had all the problems, didn't they? Derby with all the everything that Money. happened. Yeah, I don't think it was QPR. It was someone in the player. Yeah. Yeah, so, 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 the beat so, leads to somehow. get there. Yeah, um, I was happy they didn't go because, like I said, the beat leads, so I didn't want them to go. No, you, <laughs> you don't want who you've beaten to go up. Um, but um, but I, yeah, I would yeah, the... like Derby to go up this season if it's yeah. switched in the top two. But if not, of course I don't want Derby to go up. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I think the reason that I didn't want them to go up though as well because we had a lot of drama with them that season. We had like we had a spy at the training ground, which was quite funny. And then I don't know if you if you were like paying attention to that story when it happened, but so Bielsa sent a spy to like scout training, which in of itself isn't a crime. I understand why. They were oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not technically it's not like a crime, but it's not like it, it, I get what they mean. I get why they didn't like it. But what Bielsa did then was when accused of it, he scheduled a press conference and just did a massive PowerPoint of everything that he'd learned from all the Premier League clubs from scouting, which I think is hilarious. He basically just told the whole league how to beat Derby. <laughs> pretty funny, uh, and then we went and lost to them, so they got the last laugh. But it was funny anyway. In fact, no, we got the last laugh because they gave us a guard of honor when we won the championship the next season. So it were yeah. a bit of a bit of a story. Mad two years. Yeah, I <laughs> thought that was really funny when he done that. Like his spine on, spine on him and mental. No, he was crazy. a character. Yeah, he was a character. Yeah, like when you got did you when you did. Well, when Leeds like part of Wales with Bielsa, did you think that was the right decision? Um, so we just lost four nil to Spurs, I think, when they sacked him, and I think it was a brave decision. I don't know if it was wrong or right because I think he had a lot of credit in the bank. He got us promoted. He'd made like rubbish players, Premier League players, but we were ravaged by injuries, and I think he was meant to be leaving at the end of the season anyway. Hmm. So I think. I was against it at the time, and I'm still a bit mad about it. But I get what they were thinking, like, get the new manager in. If we go down, we're going to get a new manager anyway, so get him in now so we can work with the squad for next season. Yeah. And Jesse Marsh kept us up. So, I mean, I like Jesse Marsh, to be fair. He was just very unlucky. We didn't have a striker that could score. Yeah. Um, so, I get why they did it. I wouldn't have done it because I liked Bielsa, and he, he was just a madman. He was entertaining. But I understand, like, he was going to leave anyway, so might as well just get it sorted now. And bring in someone who's going to have to work with him later. And he kept us up, did Jesse Marsh, to be fair on him. He kept yeah. us up. And... He, he did. Um, and there was, like, it was, he, he did do well with Leeds. And, and like, Bielsa did do a good job. Yeah. And he was close to getting the Everton job, wasn't he? Well, yeah, he was. <laughs> he showed up, though, and said he didn't want to take the senior team until the end of the season, but he'll take the under-21s instead. <laughs> he wanted a million quid a week for all his staff, not just him, he don't take a million quid. No, a year. Something like that. I think it was a year. But mm. for the whole of his staff, which is mental. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that's funny. Like, he shows up to... I think they had a meeting in London. So I was looking at it because Bielsa's like a god in Leeds. So I was always on my phone like, what's he doing now? Um, Like a stalker. Now I think about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, he said he took the under-21s or 23s or something like that. But yeah, he, he was a manager. I don't think... Now I think about looking back at Leeds to answer your earlier question. It wasn't either of the managers' fault that have just been sacked. I think it's just the players aren't good enough. Like that, what we that is it. That is the fact of it. Like when I was when I went to visit Paul Cook at Ipswich at the time, um, he 
we, we were saying, like, what's going on with the players? Like, because I think the managers get too much to blame mm-hmm. at football clubs than the players do. Um, yeah. Like, 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 um, May night, we could put, we can say May night, for example, these last couple of years. Yeah. Like, a lot of them may have been lazy, um, like, not performing the right, um, and, like, they're not just fit enough. They're not fit enough to be at the football club. Yeah. Um, and it, it comes to, like, them actually caring about it. Like, if you're not doing well, you're obviously not, you're going to be down and stuff. So, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think players need to take more responsibility as well. I think it was, I've got LinkedIn. I think I've got former Sunderland manager Jack Ross on there. And I think it was him that said, in any other mil- multi-million dollar company business, it's underperforming. It's the only company where w- only one person gets the blame, the manager. Like in most other companies, all they the do. other employees will be looked at like, what what do we need to do better at? Hmm. I, it's, yeah, like especially in Leeds, the strikers, if the football players can't complete like passes, that's the basics of football. What can the manager do? If the players can't do the basics, yeah, um, that was my argument. Definitely. So within the Premiership, so who are your ideal three to go down? If you could pick about the three, three teams to uh, um, Forest, just because they've spent a lot of money, and it'd be pretty funny. Um, <laughs> they've spent a lot of money. I think Southampton have got to go down. I think they need to rebuild for the sake of Southampton. And I like Bournemouth, but I don't think they're a big enough club to be in the Premier League yet. I think they need to like. Build a stadium that's a bit bigger for a start. Yeah. And build a name. But so, yeah. For, although, you know what? Scrap that. Bournemouth to stay up. Forest, Southampton. And I'd love Everton to go down. So it yeah. would be really funny. Um, I'd like that too. But obviously, I like Sean Dyche. So I'm torn. I don't like Everton, but I like Sean Dyche. I think he's yeah. really funny. Yeah. But yeah. That's my ideal three. I think, I think Forest will stay up though. And I think Everton will. But I hope they go down. Yeah, I did actually think Forest would stay up at the start of the season. I literally thought that they're 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 definitely going down. And Fulham actually, I Fulham are definitely going down. But Fulham are filing. Uh, um, Fulham are mental at the moment. Yeah, um, it's a weird one with Fulham. They're either good or they're not. Um, yeah. Um, but the three I'd like to go down is uh like I would like actually like Bournemouth. I completely agree with you because eleven thousand I think they hold. Um, yeah. and, and it's crazy to actually think that at a Premiership club like because it's which are like. About thirty thousand, they can hold, yeah. and that's a League One club. A lot of League yeah. One clubs hold more, well, the higher more um, League One clubs can hold more than Bournemouth who are in the Premiership, which yeah. is crazy. Um, um, and it shouldn't be that way. Like, if you're a Premiership club, you should be investing to make your stadium bigger, yeah. and uh, for people because people more people will go to a Premiership game. Um, yeah. And I imagine every Bournemouth game you go to, like Bournemouth Liverpool, maybe just gone, you get your tickets straight away. Like, like it's gonna be hard to get tickets. Fellas. No, they're not big enough. And it's not that they're not a good team. They are. No, yeah, fair um, play to them. They are. They've done really well. They've done well. Eddie Howe, I love Eddie Howe. I think mm-hmm. he's a great manager, and I was so happy when he came back into the Premier League with uh, with Newcastle because he's a great uh, manager. He's a good coach. He's really good. Um, but uh, my my ideal three to go down would be Bournemouth, um, yeah. like Southampton, as you say, they need to rebuild. Yeah. And it's a bit unfortunate because if they kept all their good players, not selling to like sort of, yeah, they'll 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 be up there like they'd go fell one point. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm a bit I, 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 I like so Southampton, Everton, and Bournemouth would be the three I'd choose. Yeah. Um, because like like you say, Everton would be funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Um, and I, I would love if it is a squad up. I would love to play Everton in, in um, yeah, in, in the Championship. Um, it would be great experience, and they're getting a new ground as well. Yeah, and, like, the process of it. Um, so that'd be interesting. Um, so who do you want to win the league? <laughs> oh, want to who do I think to a different? I really want Arsenal to do it. I really want them to do it. Um, obviously, if Leeds can't win, because this season Leeds aren't going to win. Um, but I'd love for Arsenal to beat Man City. But I just, I think last few weeks, Ars- uh, Man City will just overtake them. Hmm. But I really want it to be Arsenal because I like the squad. I like Mikel Arteta. The squad's good. It's young. It's hungry. Hmm. But they just kind of like, I think they'll choke. They've started to, they struggled against. Was it Bournemouth they struggled against? Yeah, they did. Uh, like, um, yeah. Come back right at the end. Last minute. Last yeah, minute. Which, yeah. I mean, it's a goal, it's an achievement, but if you're going to win the title, you don't struggle against Bournemouth. Like, Liverpool did, though. Think... <laughs> yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool did. Liverpool did. Um, but I think in the end, Man City's quality is just mental, isn't it? When you look at the players they've got, like, even if you just put De Bruyne and Haaland, you could win the Premier League with them two alone. Like, even just Haaland, just have Haaland up top and just boot balls up to him and he'll score. Like, yeah, he's been struggling quite lately, though, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, pardon. Yeah. But, to be fair, with the goals he scored earlier, he's allowed to have a week or two where he's mm. struggling. Yeah. Um, I, I think his quality will show. But I hope it's Arsenal. I really hope it's Arsenal. I always want a team to win the league that haven't won it the previous year, unless it's a team I yeah. like. Um, so, before the 7-0 loss to Liverpool, uh, I was hopeful Maynard could just I'd be the underdogs of it because uh, I haven't won it for so long. Um, and but I would much rather Arsenal win it than, uh, than uh, Man City purely because um, yeah. Yeah. Man City just I'm winning it all the time. Um, yeah. Um, but Don't the top run, they're a good team. But yeah. Um, but the top four I would like to be would be um, I think top three more or less just decided really. So we've got yeah. Arsenal, Man City. And Man United, but the fourth club, I would either like it to be because I don't think Brentford are going to get there now. I think that they had a little chance, but they <clears throat> not anymore. They 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 blew it um, when they lost at the weekend. I think um, and and um, but I think Brighton are well in for a chance, even though they drew maybe maybe um, because they got about I think two games hand over Liverpool um, and Tottenham. I I don't think Tottenham will get the fourth place. I just don't think that they're too inconsistent it doesn't seem a happy place to be at the moment either does it like no um and harry kane's got to make a good decision at the end of the season i think if he decides to stay he's not i don't think he's going anywhere for the rest of his career um yeah um but i see he won't go abroad i can't see him going somewhere like Bayern munich because i can he want to stay in the premier league he want to break the all-time goal scoring record um and the only place i like I know there's a lot in the media about saying that, but the only place you could really see him is Man United because they need a striker. Um, I can't see them keeping Weghorst. I can't see them then buying him an actual deal. He's good enough. No. He's good enough for... He's done all right, um, but he just hasn't... There's There's been situations a goal-scoring striker, like if you put Harry Kane in the chances he's had, you'd be getting like uh, a lot more goals. So like they played Real Betis the other week. Um, they would be winning that maybe about 7-1. Um, with the amount of chances that he has on goal, um, and it, it's it's hard to believe he is a striker at the same time because he <laughs> plays a lot in midfield as well, doesn't he? So, um, but yeah, Harry Kane, Tottenham is not a good place to be at the moment. But I would love Brighton to get it 
I would actually like Brian to get yeah. it over Newcastle, to be fair, because like Newcastle are going to be there in years to come anyway because yeah. of their ownership. Um, because like Brighton have done so well, and I love the like like you think of all these other clubs, top clubs. Brighton have all that. There's no overall top player at Brighton. They're all yeah. just really good. So um, I think they could clinch it, but I don't think they're too. They're they're, they're, just, they're not consistent enough, and it's the same to Newcastle and and Liverpool as well. Actually, um, you thought they could be back on after the 7-0 win but obviously not <laughs> you never know with them it's really unpredictable yeah. I think the reason that I want Brighton to get it is the same as like why I want Bournemouth to go down because in theory they shouldn't be there but with Brighton it's like they're actually playing good football with Bournemouth they're just up and down so it's annoying but with Brighton they're just playing really well that it's inspirational I guess yeah and they're always they're always playing good football yeah but the thing you fear Let's think about so maybe Wigan and Burnley. It's funny the other like those years when when Wigan won the FA Cup, they got Europa League in the Championship. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, but with Burnley, that or even West Ham now, like like Burnley got that European football, um, and they went down. And it's happened. Yeah. The same thing has happened to West Ham now. Um, they got open, yeah. they got that European football in the Conference League, which is probably okay for them because probably six teams around their level. At the yeah. moment, um, but I think you you've got to fear that, and it's the same for I know um Sheffield when uh, Sheffield United didn't get European football that other year, but they nearly got it and they overachieved. They, yeah. yeah, they overachieved and you go down, so you just fear that oh, if if like a Brighton or a I don't say Newcastle would definitely not go down, but if it was a Brighton, no. you just fear it's the next season or they could just go flop. Um, then again, I'd be happy with that because it's one less place that Leeds don't have to fight for if Brighton <laughs> go down. Like, <laughs> I'd be fine with that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, let's, fingers crossed that our teams do well, like it's switching Hopefully. leagues. Fingers Who do you think is winning the Champions League? I, big one. You know who I think is going to win it? I, 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 I think Napoli are really underdogs in the competition. Yeah. I, I, when I say it and people think, I, I, like, you must not be having a laugh, but I've seen like Liverpool in the group. I, 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 Napoli, sorry, that they, they they did really well in the groups and they're doing really well. And I think they, I think they may not win it, but I think they will get really far in the competition. I hope uh, so. Um, you never I, know. Yeah. What about you? Who, who you... Um, Napoli, are who I want to win it, but then you look at teams like Real Madrid and Manchester City, maybe Bayern Munich, and they're just mental, aren't they? Like, yeah. Man City are due a Champions League. Yeah, I, see, I saw Real Madrid a few weeks, like a few months ago now, a month ago, and they were really boring football, but they're just really good. Like, they just keep the ball really well. Modric is amazing. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so And although they're getting old, they're still really good. So you yeah. can never write off Real Madrid. No, the teams are turned up in the Champions League. Yeah. It's like their tro- it's their their competition at Real Madrid. It's like it's the Champions League. They're gonna be there and they're gonna. Do you do um? Do you, do you think Chelsea could do anything in there? No, I don't. I don't think Graham Potter's the right man for Chelsea. I think he's a very good manager, but he's better for the overachieving clubs. If that makes sense, like mm. Pep Guardiola is a top club manager. He will win team like win trophies with top clubs, but he's not gonna win anything with Brighton. Whereas he would he wouldn't do the same job Potter did at Brighton, where it's like opposite for Graham Potter. He'd like what he did at Brighton, kind of, he did all right at Swansea, I think. Can't really remember much. 
I think that's yeah. his level, is mid-table Premier League and get them overachieving. Yeah. I don't think he can believe us. I would love another London club to actually win the Champions League because it's just like, it's just that that, that meme, isn't it, with Chelsea that... Yeah. That they that they 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 they're the champions of London like like um I'm not the biggest fan of Chelsea myself so I I I don't like uh like my probably favourite London club would be Tottenham but they don't seem to be winning anything. <laughs> oh yeah, ever. Uh, no, but um <laughs> I always want a team to win the Champions League that haven't won it before. It's like the Premier League, but I always yeah. like a Premier like a Premiership English team to win it as well. Um yeah, to win the league. Um, but uh, yeah, I. Napoli, they are just doing really well, and I think yeah. they could clinch it. I think Bayern Munich could go far as well. Like they're Munich, aren't they? Just yeah, huge. like PSG are not doing very well with the chat. <laughs> with they have all these top players, but the main top players doesn't mean they're all going to perform together. No, yeah, um, it's not got a plan. They didn't have a plan. They just bought the expensive players and thought, "I'm going to see if it can work." Didn't really plan it too well. Yeah, um, but but yeah, Man City are due a Champions League, but I don't think they're going to win it this year. No. I think, I mean, you can't write them off, but no, I no. think, I think maybe next year, I think they need to just shift a bit of dead wood, and then I think they'll be back to being like what they were last year. Yeah, like they haven't been as well this season, um, and they would still win the league if Arsenal weren't performing the way they are. So, yeah. um, credit to Arsenal, um, um, but yeah, I who knows like. Um, who do you who do you think is going to win Europa League then? Do you do who who you course for winning that? Um, I don't. Every it's I think it's more competitive than the Champions League yeah. at the moment. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like I think um, I know like it, it's probably either be Man or Arsenal really. Yeah. Um, I I want to say yeah. Arsenal, but I think they'll choke again. And as much as I don't like Man United, I think they'll win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you've got your Eric... in there actually as well, haven't you? So oh, you do, you do. Yeah, you? yeah, you got Roma. I think Roma are in it actually. Um, I think they are. They should be. Yeah, if Seville win it, they might win it. <laughs> yeah, they win it all <laughs> the time. They win it all the time, don't they? Um, but yeah, f- fingers crossed, lead stay up and it switch, it switch go up. But if you do go down, uh, <laughs> if you do go we'll down, see. you might play it switch next season. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, we would, wouldn't we? If you went yeah. up, so yeah, but definitely. You never know. Never know. You, do, you never know. Uh, but last thing, Dominic, before we go, because we've had a really good conversation about yes, like, like autism and lovely conversation about football, because I suppose we could talk about football all day. Um, but uh, I guess we talked about it a longer. There'll be a, a, like the Man City game is later today, so it would be the time for that. <laughs> yeah, missed that. <laughs> yeah, we missed that. Uh, so is there like any advice that you want to give maybe about autism or maybe football? Um... I'll, I'll give a bit of a both then, just so I've rounded it off well. Um, for autism, if you think, if you want to know anything about it, if you don't have it, don't be afraid to ask questions. No one's going to get offended if you don't know something, as long as you ask it in a way that's nice. If you think you've got it, don't hold off. Go find out if you do. It's a long process, but might as well ask. For football, if you want to get involved in it, clubs always need volunteers at any level, like whether it be coaches or even stewards or whatever like local clubs just ask get involved hmm. and yeah just for both of them I guess it for both of them just do something if you want to get involved in autism do it if you want to get involved in football just do it nothing to lose yeah, yeah that's it there you go yeah I've I, been done do it <laughs> yeah if you want to do it just go ahead and do it <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah. it there you go like that, that I think is it nice just do it or whatever yeah <laughs> do if you want to do it don't do it if you don't want to do it 
no, no one will judge. Yeah, brings a lot of people yeah. together, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, for, thanks again uh, for, for coming on. No, uh, thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's been, it's it. yeah, it's been really fun. Um, talk about football. It's not every day, yeah. like we get to talk about football. Um, well, yeah. we're, we're people on the podcast. It's not all. It's not all football related yeah. all the time. So it's always nice to speak about that every once in a while. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but definitely. Th- th- thanks again, Dominic, and to anyone who's seen the episode today. We uh, we hope you've enjoyed it um, as much as us. But I'll see you in the next episode and. Thanks again, Dominic. Hopefully it stops snowing. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks again and enjoy your rest of your, your day. Cheers, you too.